Words of love you whisper soft and true. Darling, I love you. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Yes. We would not leave you behind, friends. It is. I don't get it. The pop culture get off my lawn cast, wherein two mid-40s curmudgeons bravely, boldly stare down the prospect of their impending, perhaps having arrived, entertainment irrelevance. It is great to be back. This is our first episode in about a month due to the holidays, due to travel, but uh, we carry on. I am your co-host. My name is Noah Tarno. I'm the founder and senior quiz master of The Big Quiz Thing. The trivia game show, Spectacular. And joining me, as always, the ugly American back in Amsterdam, Holland, the Netherlands. Planet Earth. My name is Bill Scurry. I'm the founder and proprietor of something called American Caesar Enterprises, which, Noah, uh, in case you're wondering what our uh, specialty is, we are the greatest perpetrator of elder abuse in the greater Des Moines metroplex. Oh, come on. Speaking of Des Moines, the other day I'm hanging out with my nephew. And I, we were talking about politics in the Midwest, and uh, I was telling you about the book, uh, What's the Matter with Kansas, and something about, and I said something about Iowa, you know, these just states that, you know, people like us on the coast don't think about very often. And I said, well, Iowa's, you know, uh, I guess more interesting than some other states because it's got, you know, it's got a couple cities, it's got Des Moines and Ames, I guess. And he's like, yeah, it's also got, and he just rattles off the name of like 10 cities in Iowa. And I'm like, how do you just, at your fingertips, know the names of 10 cities in Iowa. He's like, what? I know a lot of stuff. I'm like, yeah, but 10 cities in Iowa? Like, dude, you've never been to Iowa. <laughs> and then he reminded me that right before the pandemic, he was in a production of The Music Man. Uh. And The Music Man is set in Iowa. And there's a song. I, I don't remember which song. Maybe the Wells Fargo song. I don't remember. They rattle off, you know, the name of cities in Iowa. It's, so I'm like, what? You, when did you become the Iowa expert? Uh, speaking of Des Moines. Well, also, so, was it the University of Iowa, the writing program is there. Um, yeah, no, I, I don't want to piss on Iowa. I had lunch there once, and it was very pleasant. But mm-hmm. I just, you know, fine. I'd rather Iowa than many. Iowa, one of the first states to legalize same-sex marriage. That is true. You know, yeah. That is true. Yeah, uh, what, first bu- state- bunch of friends from Iowa, too. A lot of Iowans went to New York uh, along the way, yes, which is strange. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what are they going to do, stay in Iowa? Uh, speaking of what, first state to uh, allow women to vote? Do you know what that is? Um, Newfoundland. <laughs> Wyoming. Wyoming. Huh? How about that? Wyoming. And there weren't even any women there at the point. At that. Yeah. Point. There's yeah. there's a girl in Wyoming, and they're combing Wyoming to find the man in white who was out with her last night. That's from Annie. Get your gun. Okay. So we don't talk about old, you know, mid-century nostalgic musicals on the show. Uh, well, we I, about- I don't at any rate, but you you <laughs> yes, often you do. don't. You're Mr. Musical. I know you. You're Mr. Mr. Broadway. Uh, so on this show, we talk about something that's hot and current. We missed all sorts of stuff the past month. We missed that song from, uh, was it Encanto? You yeah, said we don't talk about Bruno. How about we don't that? talk about Bruno. I yeah. got to I gotta hear that. I did watch you, it. You texted me that. I'm like, I have yeah. no idea what that is. You said, we got to talk. We should be talking about we don't talk about Bruno. And I'm like, I, I, is that the you know, Sasha Baron Cohen character? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so we talk about something that's hot and current and new, generally what the young people are into, but this, this topic is pretty ubiquitous at the moment. Uh, it might be more people our age than truly young people, but it feels worth it anyway. We're talking about a game, the hottest online word game currently happening among the, you know, the intelligentsia of America. It is called Wordle, 
Wordle is Wordle. an onli- online, free, non-monetized, non-downloadable web app game created last year by uh, a programmer named an Australian guy uh, lives in the United States named Josh Wardle. So the game is Wordle, W-O-R-D-L-E, and his name is Wardle, W-A-R-D-L-E. That's good branding there. And uh, he he made it as a private thing for him and his partner, and it, but it got released to the public in October, and it caught on very slowly. Uh, by the way, Wardle is a programmer. He, he was responsible for some Reddit social experiment games, The Button and Place. I wasn't familiar with those, but I read I, about them. Yeah, I don't know what those were. Well, the concept's intriguing. They don't sound like much fun. Uh, so this thing really kind of caught fire in December when he added a social sharing element. More to that in a minute. Um, but let me explain the rules. It's a word game. Uh, so you go to this website, and you can only play once a day. He releases a new word every day, I believe midnight Eastern time. No, midnight wherever you are. I, I could play at midnight my time, and I'm on Pacific time. Um once per day, you get a word. Everyone in the world gets the same word. And uh, it's a five-letter word, generally a common, familiar five-letter English word. Every letter you guess is in a box. If after you guess it, the box turns gray, it means that letter appears nowhere in the world. In the word. If the box turns green, it means the word appears in the word in the exact spot you guessed it. The letter does. I'm screwing this up. If, it, if the letter turns yellow, it means that letter is in the word, but in a different spot. And you have six guesses to guess the word. So it's a word puzzle. It's also a logic puzzle. And I'm sorry for explaining that so poorly. No, I think you did a, did a decent job. And, eh, and it's all right. I wish I'd read not... the, 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 you know, like I wish I had, the first time I went to play it, I wish I had uh, you to tell me that before. Oh, but... I thought the rules they explain online are perfectly fine. Um, it's not timed, so I like that. You know, if it were timed, I would find it anxiety-producing. But it's not timed, which makes it really like a logic puzzle. Like, all right, what are some words that use these letters? Where else can this be? Uh, and you can only play once a day. Um, there's no downloading. <laughs> I told my mom about it. My mom likes word games. Oh, you should try this game. She's like, you know, I tried it, but it said I could not download that game in my country. And I'm like, Mom, you're looking at the wrong one. My mom lives in Arizona. So I said, trust me, you can play this game in <laughs> your country. What country is Arizona in these days? Yeah, I, you know, who knows. Uh, so I I regret I only picked up on this three days ago. So I've only been able to play three times. But all three times, I got it on the fourth guess. So uh, I guess I'm good at this thing. So uh, he uh, Wardle added a social sharing function in December whereby you can – you can copy a URL to put in Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and it shows your results from Wordle that, Wordle that day. And uh, it's spoiler-free. So it has the grid of the colored boxes that you got showing how many guesses without showing the letters. So you can, you can reveal your success without giving away the word of the day. And that made the thing go viral. Uh, the stat I read in The New Yorker was it had 90 players in November, and now in late January it has more than 2 million players. Uh, and it's been written about a lot of think pieces in Vox and the New Yorker and the New York Times and Slate. Uh, and I just want to add, it reminds me of, uh, you remember the game Mastermind, that little board game with the colored pegs? No, you know what? I've heard about this, but I don't know what that was that was referenced over and over again in the course of this research. Yeah. See, you weren't a board game guy growing up, right? You and your brother didn't play. No, I mean, I, I, they were played. It's just, I avoided them because I I have an antipathy towards board games. No, my, my sister and I were big board game people and we, we played Mastermind. In fact, I played Mastermind probably a couple years ago now with my niece and I caught her cheating. 
which was a teachable moment. And now we play a lot of games, and I have not seen her cheat since, so she learned. Uh, uh, Mastermind is very similar, except you have a lot more guesses, and it's not letters, it's colored pegs, right? Uh, it's an okay game. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, you know, I've already given away that I like this quite a bit, but I'm a word game guy. But, uh, Bill, what do you think? I, uh, yeah, I liked it too. And I was surprised because I don't like games that are, like you said, there's a logic element. And I mean, you probably guess from what, what Noah said that there's also this sort of spatial um, relationship thing to it. The way you think about um, a Boggle or a Yahtzee, for instance, which are two games I'm terrible at, but my wife is great. And not only that, she can go down a K-hole of like playing Boggle because there's apps on her phone. I you love know, Boggle. Yeah, love if you guys don't... Bo- see, bo- I've never found a good Boggle app because the Boggle, the good Boggle, the Boggle. Sorry, I'm interrupting, but this pisses me off about the Boggle apps. The Boggle apps are more a typing game. It's like type as many words as you can, and you get credit for the right ones. I hate that. However, uh, my friend Helen Field, shout out to Helen, who's probably never listened to this. She figured out a great way for multiple people to play Boggle over Zoom, but. That's- Okay, it was pretty cool. But yeah, I, I was terrible at those things, and I, I kind of got sick of, like, when we, we got together 20 years ago at this point now, she started, like, I want you to play Boggle. And we're like, yeah, sure, I want to get into this. I'm like, I got a good vocabulary. And so she'd bring out the Boggle thing. You know, Boggle is this tray of, what is it, 16 dice with letters? No, and it's, sh- it's uh, more than 16. It's 24 or something? The small like version, I think, is 36. And right, but there's the bigger version. You shake, uh, right, you shake the shake tray, it. and then the letters fall in a random order. And what you got to uh, do is create. Cubes. Yeah. You got to create the, whatever the whatever the faces are. You you can use those letters at your disposal, and it's like it's a, it's a head to head contest of seeing who can create the most letters out of the combinations or the words out of the combination. Most of letters. words, unique words. You yes. don't get a point if your play if your opponent has the same word. Right. Yeah. And so uh, this is not that, but the thing is, it's still the idea of looking at boxes with letters and and. Again, I think there's part of this where I looked at it, I'm like, oh, fuck, this is a spatial, you know, game. So it's like it's not going to matter that I, I like words or I can, I can sort of guess it because there's going to be this element of it that plays against my own uh, acuity. And then it turns out that I, I sort of looked at the rules and I think I played three or four games. And I'm like, oh, I got it. I developed a, a system kind of like it, cra- it just came out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, shit, this is fun. Uh, and it's like immediately it turned on a dime and I was like oh great and I was like before we went live on the microphones like I was told Noah there's actually archive sites people take previous days uh, you know it's like once you know that you can go now I know how I'm going to waste the rest of my day right you you can go play the archive but uh, yeah you know the first time I saw this was on was on social media as it's supposed to be and it's like all of a sudden people were sharing these little grid of green and black tiles and it looked like is this some kind of strange uh you know, trilateral shit. Like, what is this color people are sharing with each other? <laughs> it's they're all they're all posting from uh, Bohemian Grove. I had no idea what this was, and it's I had to ask somebody. It's like, can, can you tell me what this code? Is? Because all of a sudden, overnight, a bunch of friends are posting these things there, and so yeah. I asked I asked my friend Matthias, uh, who's a guy here in the Netherlands, um, you know, and, and he started playing it almost the same thing, and and it's funny because um, he commented. That he started playing it, he was into it, but it was, uh, this is hilarious. The word of the day, and this particular day was tangy. And he, this is a Dutch guy who uh, English isn't, I mean, I could not tell that English wasn't his first language. But it's it's a specific word, tangy in this case. He says what he did not know. He didn't know what tangy, he never heard of tangy before. And I'm like, wow. man, it's like, I can't believe. Yeah, that, that's weird. It's like, first of all, this guy uh, already hits at such a high level. And that, oh, this actually used a word that he never heard of before. That's just yeah. really, really interesting. I'm like, a, oh, this is a, intriguing. 
Apparently, people, British people were pissed off a few weeks ago because the word was favor, mm-hmm. but without spelled the, the English, the American English way, the American way without yeah. the U. Yeah. But, you know, fuck him. This, I mean, I guess Wardle's Australian. I heard a podcast interview with him. He has an Australian accent, but he lives in Brooklyn, I believe. Yeah, yeah, right. He, and he's a, he's a programmer. I don't know. You know, there's, yeah. there's a lot about this. You know, I mean, it's like we, we can talk about this in the next segment why it's popular, but um, there's a lot of things that aren't what you'd expect them to be, or at least doesn't kind of make sense in a really cool, refreshing way um, that are kind of like worth going just to, like to hitting on. Uh, but I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I'm more interested in saying what was your experience with it over the first few days? Well, I, I do. I, you know, I do love it. Uh, I love words. I love logic games. I love games. And, um, uh, you know, it's funny. I, uh, I find the once a day thing frustrating. Like I played it and I found myself like staring at my finished thing and just thinking about it more. Um, <laughs> it's weird, right? Like I wanted to play it more. Now you told me about the archive thing. But as much as I find it frustrating, I kind of like that it limits you to once a day. And that's what a lot of the think pieces get at is that it has the simplicity to it. You can only play once a day. You can't get addicted to it. It's not monetized, you know, like you said. Yeah, it's not monetized. It's a very simple, old-fashioned looking website with this, you know, bizarre URL. Um, you know, it's cutting against a lot of trends, and I think people want to cut against that because there's too much and everything is, you know, made to be addictive on the web so people can make money. And, you know, this really hits me at the right time because uh so 2022, I have been I'm proud to say I I have been so far sticking to some healthier habits. I'm going to the gym every day, almost every day. I'm meditating almost every day. I I deleted Facebook from my phone. I'm spending five minutes on Facebook a day. I'm reading a book. You believe that, Bill? I'm reading a book, an no actual idea. paper book. What did they do to my um, friend? Where did they take it? I know. Them? In 2021, I think I read – I mean, it's not that rare. I think I read three books in 2021 which is just sad. I mean, I read a lot, but it's all like articles online or Reddit or comic books or whatever. And it's just not good. I mean, in my 20s, I was always reading a book. So that's just not good. So I feel like this accords with the healthy habits. Like, yeah, I'll play again. Like, by the way, you know what I really got into when I was like bummed and depressed at the end of last year is, you know, as a kid, I loved Tetris. I, I found free Tetris online and I would play Tetris like an hour and a half, which was just stupid. And I knew I was getting, I'm like, I got to stop. One more game. I got to stop. One more game. I mean, it was just insane. And I haven't played Tetris so far this year. So I like that Wordle is, it's fun, feels a little more intelligent than, I mean, Tetris is fine. But um, the once a day thing, all right, I'm not going to get addicted. I'm not going to do this all the time. And that's, that's good. I like that. Like I say, it really accords with how I'm feeling now. Um, so I really like. I mean, now of course you tell me about the fucking archive thing. So fine, I'm gonna. That's it for my weekend. Down the rabbit hole but, you go. Um, well, someone is gonna make money off of Wordle. Like that's like my mom going to the app store and finding ten apps that are called Wordle. Right. Okay. If you want to get into the game, there are a few words you can use as your first guesses to help narrow down the letters. For vowels, try the word adieu. That has four vowels in it. And for consonants, try the word snort. Why is this caught on? Why is this what everyone's talking about all over our media? social the little boxes uh why there is um something i guess that only um a a, a tiny little app with with a limited would you say the the user the the ui is very simple it's on a non-monetized page it's so bare bones it's just code you know nobody really this guy didn't really 
make a million dollar interface. It was just about the gameplay, perfecting it It, to something very simple. It's funny, when you read about place and the button, those former things he did, those sound a lot more difficult to program. This is almost like you take a two-hour class in programming, you could probably make one. Yeah, and I think that right. most of the labor for him was coming up with the, the glossary, coming up with the, 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 yeah, the however yeah, many sure. tens of thousands of five-letter words, which I should... I, know, ran, I, ran, I, I heard in the podcast he talked about when he first built it, it included every five-letter word in English. So it included a lot of obscure words and him, the project, he did paring it down. Yeah, and you so, notice yeah. that it doesn't use, like, crosswords, he's plurals, you know, like there's, there, other word games, you get points for saying, like, you know, it's ducks, yeah. Uh, and it's like, yeah. this doesn't do plurals. That's for the most, I've not, I, yet, I, I haven't noticed. Yeah. I haven't seen one anyway, but wait, yeah. so there's, that's a clue, right? That's a clue. Yes. That yes. you're telling me there's never an S at the end. People talk about like the spoilers on, since everyone does the same word, like giving clues about what the word is online. You need yeah. to be careful not to ruin it, to spoilerize it for people. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, that's part of the spoilerize. game. Spoilerize. I can't you, just use the word spoil. I have to say spoilerize. Spoilerize. Yeah. Uh, like the English would say orientate instead of orient. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, the idea, you know, what's really compelling about this, and I didn't, it took me, I mean, doing the research, and then, it, then it crystallized the idea in my head of everyone playing the same game at the same time. In some ways, it harkens back to the um, the daily, or the, the what I would say, the weekly drip model that some of the streamers have, have returned to instead of giving you everything at a binge. Um, you know, Disney has been doing this for their Marvel shows and their Star Wars shows, and Netflix has returned to the season, a traditional season of weekly episodes, rather than just everything at the same time. I, I, I think that's, I hope everyone does that. I don't like, I don't like getting them all at once. I it, think, I think just... that they're, they're playing with both, and I think the mood will go back and forth, but having a common experience every day, um, you know, again, this is ridiculous, but it's like, what what does this remind you of? It reminds you of Getting a newspaper, Noah, in 1988 and doing the fucking crossword puzzle in the back of it in a paper. As, you know, my grandfather would fold over the paper and there'd be a blue pen in his pocket. And I'd see him fill out, you know, 80% of the crossword puzzle every day between smoking Pall Mall cigarettes and eating tuna with Miracle Whip, (laughs) you know, on a sandwich. Ah! That's, this but but a, I do that the last page of the New Yorker now. Yeah, I still get the New Yorker in my mailbox. I do last too. Page yeah, is a, is a pretty good crossword puzzle. I don't. I've never done this thing. Crossword puzzles don't work for me. I have no. Uh, they're out of. I've tried a few times and it, it just doesn't work. But um, it, it's everyone with the New York Times crossword puzzle with their local newspapers. Everyone used to get the same crossword puzzle and have it yep. to work on for the day. Yep. Or right. yep. you would get a you know the comic strips. You used to read Far Side one a day. You would read Ziggy yep. once a day. <laughs> There's, there is a, a peri- he'll never win. He'll never win. Oh, Ziggy, will you ever win? There's a periodical element, which, I mean, that's just the way society ran from the beginning of the printed printed word uh, until digital came and destroyed classified advertising and turned everything into a giant Baroque farce online. But it's like you would do the same puzzle. You got the same paper. Everyone shared a gestalt experience because they were consuming the same media on the same time schedule. Yeah. That's what's, I mean, it's not just a matter of watching, waiting for uh, Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett to drop at Wednesday at whatever it is, midnight, 1 a.m. or whatever the fuck, 5 in the morning, whatever it drops. Uh, I mean, that we already have a language for, but it's like returning to the newspaper thing a little bit. I mean, I may be, I may, I'm being maybe a little grandiloquent about it because it's not quite that, but it really does remind me of the crossword puzzle and the primacy that that, that that feature had in our grandparents' generation, maybe our parents' generation. But it's like, you know, certainly there are people who like crosswords now. 
but they behave differently. They occupy a different space than they used to. And th this is just a little hint of like, wow, it's kind of possible to reclaim something, not ancient, but it just seems like this This could have been in 91. This could have been in 96. This could have been in 81. Yeah. Well, uh, other, than, other than not other than being online, yes. Yeah, right, right. That the shape yeah. of it, the shape of everything about it is, it, it, yeah. it hints that that stuff, there's something that cuts through. It's, it's, it's like a lemon juice in butter. You know, it, it, it clarifies it. There's something that it could still exist. It could still appeal to people. Right. There's almost something eternal about it. Well, but I think... You know, uh, a lot of intellectual people still, you know, wait for and do the, um, you know, the Sunday crossword puzzle, New York Times crossword yes, puzzle. Right, right. I mean, until he passed away a few years ago, my quote unquote Uncle Don, good friend of my dad's, he and my mom would get on the phone every Sunday and, and compare notes on the crossword puzzle on the New York Times crossword puzzle. So there's still that. I think this thing is more, if not universal, but but more buzzy, partly because it's new and partly because it's so simplistic. I mean, crossword puzzle, you I know, know. Yeah, unless you're super movies. genius, yeah. is an hour project, right? Or a whole weekend, um, you know, seriously. Or yeah, or you get back, or you give up, or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I mean, it's a good, solid game. The simplicity is soothing, and yeah, like you say, it's a water cooler talk kind of thing, or like the which we need now because we don't have a water cooler. There are no water coolers, right? We're not. I did read an article that said, oh, it's not really water cooler talk. Water coolers haven't been in offices since the 90s. And I'm like, that's 100% bullshit. I worked in an office in 2014. We had water coolers. They didn't have the big tub at the top thing, but they were they were water coolers. The bubble, um, the bubble that would come out of the uh, bubble. spigot. Mm -hmm. My first job, my first job was working in a big fancy law firm in downtown Montreal and multiple times a day I had to walk around with a dolly and replace those wooden things. How would you I've done that those many plastic times. plastic things and it, it really built up my upper body strength. How would you is there any way to replace that giant uh, thing without making the initial splash? You can't you can't possibly decant it without there being a big fucking you, mess. You, you, you get good at it. You get yeah? good at it. I just, remember just, over the summer, it. Just, definitely getting the hang of it. There was the time I dropped a whole thing. I mean, it's water, so even if you drop a whole thing, it's not that big a deal. But no, you definitely get a hang. I remember like improving as the summer went on. It's not bad, but it's yeah, it was, it was a job. I remember that. Uh, I did other stuff for them too. But um, also, they, they, this thing, you, you get the flex too. Like you're saying though, the idea that there's a flex at the end of this where you get to show just how few squares you might have uh, done better than your neighbors yeah, online. Yeah, you know? it's it's. But you know, without it's not super competitive. But yeah, I think this is a very low stakes, fun, perhaps wholesome thing. Yeah, because it's not monetized. Because it does feel like you're using a brain. Uh, to kind of bring us together, a way to brag without being obnoxious with the social thing. The crazy part about Wordle is this, it's just one word per day. Mm -hmm. And so for a lot of people, it's like, oh, dang, I want to play again. Give me a new word. Let me try again. So people built all types of clones and like really? copies and ad supported versions of Wordle. No, tell me, would you have liked Wordle if you, if at one point in your life you had been a child? Yeah, well, you know, I said at the top, this might be an, a not atypical topic for us, but like one of these topics where like, well, it's not really that young people are in, into it. It's just that it's really hot right now. So it kind of feels a little irrelevant to talk about whether I would have liked this when I was younger. But yeah, in my 20s, I'm sure I would have liked it just as much. In fact, perhaps more because I was more into like logic and puzzles back then. As I've, as, as I've made my career in games, I've gotten a little, you know, jealous not wanting to play other games so much. But this is, this is so easy and gentle that it doesn't push those jealousy buttons. I do want to say that I do remember my late 20s, maybe early 30s, I played this online word game. I can't remember the name. 
I can't remember the rules, but I feel like it was very similar to this. It was like guessing a six-letter word, and you had multiple guesses, and this letter's right and this letter's wrong. And you, it was more than once a day. I remember playing it a lot when I was bored at work. And I just want to rant about the story, but I do think it's relevant here. So I played it a lot. I stopped playing. It was free to play. I stopped playing when, in order to monetize the site, they added paid ads. And it was, basically, it was so weird. They had some early, like, YouTube influencer. You had to watch this, like, five-minute video from this YouTube influencer to play the game. And the video bill was so bad. It was this jack-off saying, hey, Entertainment Weekly just came out with its list of the 10 greatest horror movies of all time. Here are my thoughts. And he basically went through all of them and said he hadn't seen them. Mm-hmm. And that was the video. <laughs> and I almost I almost wanted to write a note to the people who make this site. Like, I get it. You got to make money. I don't begrudge you that. But like, dear Lord. like Police your content. You, yeah. Do a better you job. You ruined this. Yeah. Uh, and that was the end of that game, and I don't remember what it was called. But I spent a lot of time playing it. So, yeah, I would have loved this, and I would have loved the simplicity of it. I would have loved the gentle bragging element of it. Sure, why not? You know, I don't think I would have discovered this. In fact, I was totally prepared to have this just go right by me and talk about how, you know, how much I was sort of reassured that this phenomenon we were discussing in our first uh, New Year's uh, 2022 episode would seem like, you know, more like a reassuring topic, even if I didn't love it. Uh, and yet, you know, who, who knows? It turned out I actually went up to really enjoy playing this game. And it's like it was a discovery to find that out because I didn't know it was going to happen. No, but if I was a kid, uh, whether I was in my teens or my 20s, I don't think I would have bothered trying something like this. And I wouldn't have given it the time. Granted, it doesn't take that much time to sort of get the hang of it. But I uh, I would have just let it go because, you know, again, I'm, I'm you know, I have a PlayStation. I've had Xbox. I've had all these other things for years that are so much more Grand Theft Audio ear. Uh, if that's <laughs> well, even, that's an adjective. If that's an adjective, yeah. And it's yeah. like this. This is the kind of thing where again, I would have defaulted about how much I hated Yahtzee and Boggle and those games. Like Yahtzee is not a word. You keep saying Yahtzee is not a word game, man. Yahtzee, it's regular dice, and you're you're you're. It's it's almost like a dice version of not really of poker. But it, it uses poker terminology. You have to roll a full house. You have to oh, roll I, I, okay. three of a kind, four of a kind. A Yahtzee is a, is a six of a kind, a five so, of a kind. You're rolling five dice. All right. Well, that, I, there you go. So I don't even – I had no idea what Yahtzee, Yahtzee was. Yahtzee is not a word. All right. Game. Fine. It's not a word thing. All right. So it's boggle, et cetera. But um, no, I, no, I wouldn't have liked this as a kid, but it, wasn't, it wouldn't be a gauge of quality. It just would have been a matter of uh, I wouldn't have availed myself of it, which, you know, I mean, that's, that's different from thinking like I changed as a person or I said I wouldn't have been good at it. Um, it's just I would have dismissed this as, like I said, the, the the picture I painted earlier about my grandfather doing the crossword puzzle, as sort of romantic in 1988 as that might be, uh, it's also makes it, roots it firmly in another generation. You know, it, it is an older picture of what I always took crossword puzzles to be, which is the purview of wartime, you know, veteran age people who were who grew, mid-century age people. Yeah. Not necessarily my- something for, for younger folks, you know what I mean? A big my my biggest childhood memory of crossword puzzles is when we go to Florida to visit my grandmother. She'd sit out on the sun deck, smoking cigarettes and doing crossword puzzles with a bowl of sour sour balls next to her, hard candies, with the view of the backyard where the aloe trees were. That was that I was like my that. grandmother. See, that's, that's very romantic. The, big, the long gray hair curled up into a bun, and of course in those days she looked like she was 182 years old and she was probably 63. Yeah, she was 38. Yeah, so. 
All across social media, cryptic colored cubes. And from Twitter users to celebrities, everyone seems to be bragging about their scores, playing a game called Wordle, designed by a software engineer named Josh Wardle for his partner because she loved word games like the ones in the New York Times. Is the success, is the buzziness of Wordle in any way a sign of the apocalypse? To quote, to quote Dark Souls. No, this is not at all uh, something, a sign of the apocalypse. You know, this is actually one of those tiny little glimmers. I don't want to, again, I'm, I feel like I've been larding this thing with a lot of more promise than maybe it, it, it deserves. But perhaps it's just the way of looking at it with clear eyes and not expecting to see uh, from this what, what I got from it. Because, I don't know, I mean, maybe the, the daily drip thing, the fact that it's a little puzzle, and the fact that it, I had been thinking of crossword puzzles for the last 36 hours because of this. Maybe it's an indication that our attention spans aren't as burnt as I thought. Um, you know, I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. We are all scattered. And we, we, we um, what did I write here? You know, like simple shapes in reality still hold some appeal in, in, in a gigantic world consisting of ever more complex chains of code. You know, like, um, granted, people always do little tiny things, uh, you know, little little games and fidget spinners and simple things have always existed. It's just, I just don't see a lot of them and I don't come across it myself in my own life. Uh, but to see something kind of stand up to that Baroque wall of nonsense that just the static and the white noise, it hits us all the time in some small way. It means that this does exist and that people are, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to go back to 1981. That's not, that's not the point, but it's like there's something universal about the way humans can interact with data and media and puzzles. And it's like when you add the, the, the stupidly, stupidly simple nature of this game, plus the fact that you can share it and create the sort of social element to it. You know, it's like you say before, it is reassuring. It's kind of nice. It's a little hit of good data. Um, it's just a little positive. It's, a, it's, it's kind of the way social media was meant to be. If it could work healthily, um, it could create sort of like a nice little uh, atmosphere that I enjoy seeing. And so, no, it's like the opposite of, a, of the apocalypse. I am going to tell you why I think this is a sign of the apocalypse. Oh, man. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. The New Yorker article... I, I quoted this before, said it had only 90 users in November. And now, by late January, it's more than 2 million users. 2 million in the United States of America, in the world, is nothing. That's a drop in nothing. Yeah, yeah. And we might be seeing it all over our social media. We might be seeing it in the media we read, the New Yorker, the New York Times, Vox, Slate. I guarantee you the vast majority of Americans have never heard of Wordle. Correct. And this gets at how utterly intractably balkanized we are. I'm not going to look it up, but I guarantee you the number of people who listen to some, you know, right-wing talk radio screamer talking about how, you know, Kamala Harris, you know, sucks the blood out of babies' brains— uh, is more than 2 million, right? So it's ubiquitous in our world, but it is completely unknown in the world at large. I, 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 would, I would argue. And, and that just shows how completely balkanized we are. I mean, the old days, everyone did the New York Times crossword puzzle because, you know, the New York Times was one of two newspapers everyone got, right? Or three or four. Yeah. Or even even in a city, oh, Des Moines, right? Let's go back to Des Moines. The Des Moines Free Times, whatever that big newspaper was. Okay, it 
probably had or has across her puzzle and probably everyone with half a brain in the, Iowa did it, it was the every regi- day. The register, or, the Des Moines register. Okay, fine. Or every Sunday. I don't mean to insult Des Moines. Yeah. Um, you know, so like it's universal to us. It's unknown to other people, right? Like there was some stat I read even at its peak, like, oh, the Sopranos, the Sopranos, the Sopranos. Remember like every week, everyone was talking about the Sopranos. Nobody was fucking watching the Sopranos. Still, you know, on the big picture. Do you know how many people watch shit like NCIS or all those CBS shows that you yeah. and I have never even thought about? Way actually? more. An actual quantity of people. Way. Actual quantity. I mean, they don't think about them. They don't talk about them. They don't care about them, but they watch them. Yes. Right? So, I don't know. I just think this gets at, like, we're all on different planets, but somehow we have to live together. But this also— And that's, that's the problem here. We live in different realities, and I think this points at it. In a very clear but way. I would say that even inside my silo, because you know, I'm not going to disagree with you, but even inside my silo, sometimes it's even hard to get the same, all the cats in the same herd. You know what I mean? So it's like, even inside the silo, it's hard to find something that has been so sort of cross silo. Uh, or in, what is it? Intra silo? Maybe it's, I don't know what the, what the, ter- the term. In, infra silo. Infra silo. That's a good, good. Mega yeah. silo. Mega silo versus infra man. Yeah, the, the, versus the, infra man. That's yes. a Godzilla villain that came out in 1970. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. So, you know the game Wordle? If you don't know it, it's, a, it's some website. You got to go to some Wordle, Wordle.uk or something. Uh, no, let's uh, bring it on home. Tell me about jealousy. Uh, does this inspire any uh, green envy from you? Of course it does. Yeah, I saw that coming. I design games. I even tried a daily game thing on Twitter and social media for a while. No one gave a flying fuck. So, of course, this inspires jealousy. And uh, I'm always working to make my games, you know, a little more more visual pizzazz than uh, other trivia. And, uh, you know, when I see stuff that cuts against the visual pizzazz thing and has success for it, it makes me feel like maybe I've been wasting my entire life. So, yeah, of course, I'm jealous of it. I mean, not, in, you know, not like I mentioned before, not so jealous that I can't engage with it. But, yeah, I'm jealous, sure. Um, you know, I want to be interviewed by fucking Slate's podcast about wordplay, sure. Um, but, you know, tough shit. Healthy habits in 2022, Bill. I'm not going to let jealousy bring me down. Good. That's See, that's, that's the new yeah. healthy Star habits. Now. All about healthy. I got to go to the, we got to wrap this up soon because I got to go to the You got to go to the fucking gym, man. You got to get yeah. out there. Are you jealous, Bill? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely jealous because um, I started seeing the results and everyone was playing this game with these little tiles of sharing the results and it's like, oh, they were flexing and it's like, well, shit, I want to flex in this too. Uh, and then I felt this thing like, oh, I'm not going to be good at it because it's a fucking, you know, proximity-based spatial relationship word game. Uh, and then, I'll, you know, and then I cracked it and I'm like, oh, I, you know, and I had, I had a good result today. I finished the thing in um, three three turns, right? I, I got there. Wow. Yeah, I think it was. See, like, I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm four turns every time. I'm mostly Literally. four turns, but I got to three today and I, I nailed it. It was like, wow, that's cool. And so I actually posted that. And I'm like, why am I doing this? And I was like, ah, fuck, I'm going to steer into it. Uh, this is what I wanted on some level and unconscious. Like, I wanted to share the result, and I did. So the jealousy burned off a little bit. But the impetus for doing this, the impetus for talking about it and wanting to at least get a little better out of it was was to be able to have, hey, look, I'm part of this too. I'm not a fucking idiot. I can, I can share this with the rest of the world as well. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that's how every Wordle player sounds. All right, so what about the, where this where rest on the X Y Z axis? No, the, yeah, the so so scale, I came. By the way, I came up a five letter word. Right, I came up with a formula for this, mainly just like looking at our list of topics and scanning the last ten or fifteen topics. Uh, this is 
on the chart, this is Adele plus one half of anti-work, right? It's Adele in that it's something, you know, quality, well done, entertaining. Plus, you know, anti-work, I think, actually might be the savior of American society, but it's, you know, not that dramatic. I mean, I'm, I, you know, I, I, I said how this is a sign of the apocalypse, but I basically feel this is good. So it, it's half, maybe not half of anti-work, maybe a tenth of anti-work plus Adele. How about that? I like that. Um, I look back at something very recent that I thought, uh, is, it's not a game, but I was trying to find something that had this um, tiny bit of incongruity in a, in, in a weird digital landscape that... Where that, in fact, tiny little bit of incongruity pushes back a lot of Byzantine and arcane built up, needlessly Byzantine and arcane arcane bullshit. And I kind of got Kaby Lamey, Kaby Lamey, um, the guy yeah. who's that TikToker. The, the TikTok guy, the smiling TikToker. Yeah, and his thing was just about, like, yeah. here's here's a simple thing. Like, here's here's a way to cut the bullshit down. And at the, his whole thing was like, you guys are making stuff way more difficult than it has to be. You know, and he's the, the, there's a di- vast difference because he has more followers and more people paying attention than this would ever have, uh, because yeah. he's essentially the ultimate TikToker. He's cracked TikTok in such a way. But the way in which he like his whole thing is the same gig played out over and over again every day, every TikTok over the course of what was it, thirty seconds, fifteen seconds, mm-hmm. however long his particular things were. And I saw a similar dynamic in the two of those things. So it strikes me that, um, you know, again, I liked I liked the way KB uh, LaMay was just doing something nonverbal. There was a lot of pantomime. There was a lot of, like, silent movie techniques. And, you know, there was mm-hmm. kind of this, this thing looking at the camera like, what are you guys doing? You're making things more difficult than they need to be. This yeah. isn't this isn't exactly that, but there's, there's an element of that. So I, I could see it there. Fantastic. Well, we're back. We did it. Our first episode of 2022. Yeah, this is already award-winning. We've already done it. Our 2022. Yeah, yeah. That, what this, did we win? Uh, we won Best Podcast of 2022 based on this one show. <laughs> okay. All right. You keep believing that, man. You you, you let that keep you warm at night. All, All right. right if, wrap if, us up. If you, My fine feather friends, if you want to look uh, and not just look, but also find to retrieve past episodes of this show, uh, look on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play and Stitcher. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. Write to us. No and build don't get it at gmail.com. On the aggregators, if you give somebody a review for their podcast, it helps our algorithm out and it makes it easier for other people in the future to find episodes of our show. The untapped majority of people that will put us over the top. And me and Noah will earn out and our parents will finally respect us if we have some shred of fame and renown from this. That you guys can be part of that. You can you can go to bed at night knowing that you put us over the top. Help us out. So I'm on Twitter personally, at William Scurry. My video content's on YouTube, youtube.com slash amcaesar. Now Noah will vaguely repeat what I just told you, except he'll talk about himself. Vaguely. All right. So I'm all about the big quiz thing, bigquizthing.com, the finest in corporate and private trivia events virtually and God willing in person again soon. Bill, all three of our supposed in-person events for January were, were canceled or posted. Uh, but you're you're on the you're on the, it's right around the corner. I gotta believe it's right around. The yeah, corner. yeah. No, I think it is. In, in fact, uh, if you're in the Bay Area, we're uh, we are you know getting back to in-person. Uh, our our music quiz that was supposed to happen at Manny's in the Mission uh, in January has been moved to March fourth. So we hope that's still possible. That'll be a lot of fun. And then we're doing an outdoor in-person series, which should be a lot safer at the new. Um, the Crossing at East Cut, formerly the Trans Bay Terminal. Really awesome outdoor event space. And we will be there on February 20th. Uh, both events are free. Learn more at BigQuizThing.com. Both events are hosted by me. And, of course, hire us for your private or corporate, uh, virtual or in-person 
uh, outstanding, tremendous trivia event. Okay, everybody, until our next five-letter word episode, we we don't don't get get it. it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2022.